welcome to the Self-Care 101 podcast with your host, straight-talking life coach with a bit of woo, Pooja McClymon. This show provides simple self-development for the empowerment of creating a life by design with purpose. The aim of my work is to support you to break through overwhelm so that you can achieve your dreams and goals without burning out by connecting deeply to yourself and ultimately to help you live a much happier, more fulfilled life. Thank you so much for listening today. Well, hello there. Welcome to season two, episode one. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? I have missed talking with you and I know from the many messages that I've received over the last few months that you're missing the show too. Firstly, I'd like to thank you for being patient with me whilst the show was on a hiatus. It was important for me to recognize that I have changed since the show began and to honor this in the best possible way for you, which is why I've come back and called it season two. I've created seasons on the show now to represent growth. Now, when I change and grow personally, so will how I serve you, and you should know this as a listener. So I think the seasons are a great way to segment the podcast. If you've been an avid listener of the show, you'll know that there was a wobble at one point in 2020 where I kind of lost my trajectory, and I was very aware that this may have put you off listening. Interestingly, this show has gained more listeners since I haven't been releasing new shows. But more importantly, if you're listening today, I'm grateful that you've stuck with me because I have so much to share with you. So like many of you, I have been growing. The pandemic has affected us as a collective, but also extremely personally. Now, during this growth, I've noticed that I haven't been truly honoring who I am and sharing that with you authentically. You see, I've been afraid to share the real me, my true purpose and how best I am of service to you because I was afraid that it wouldn't resonate. I touched upon this in the last episode of 2020, But now that I've done the reflective work, there is a lot more that I know. I know now that by not sharing my truth with both myself and my community, I have done us both a disservice. My unofficial mentor, Robin Sharma, talks about this a lot. And a quote he shares really hit me where it needed to on one of my daily walks recently. It goes, your faith in your magic needs to be bigger than your fears. People will laugh, but keep going. It's the price of ambition. And he empowers you by sharing a quote from Bob Dylan that helps you to stay focused on your path when those people laugh at you. Don't criticize what you don't understand. (laughs) I love that. Two very powerful statements, but they hit me hard. I know the value of the work that I do, but I don't brag about it. I know that my work is a little different, a little deeper a little more special than my competitors. And I've worried that if I reveal the true nature of my work, that people won't resonate with it. That my competitors, who promise the world to you with a six-week course that will change your life, is what you want. So you won't work with me as a result. But guess what? I know the power of my work. Not only are my clients a walking, talking example of this, I am too. Of late, I've been working with more clients who are aligned to my vision, and every now and then I take them just that little bit deeper towards understanding themselves, and they absolutely love it. I support them the way I wish I had been supported in my life. I provide them with the safe space to be vulnerable without judgment, and to know that they can count on my support to help lead them to their mastery. 
and they do. My clients absolutely do step into their power. Of course, life will throw them curveballs and sometimes they might think they've failed or can't handle situations, but then they reach right into their toolkits and bounce right back. So I can do this. I should do this. And most importantly, I should let you know about it. I recorded a video on one of my daily walks recently, but the sound quality wasn't very good and I was hesitant to share it on social media. But then I thought, wait, haven't I just said I need to be more authentic? Is the wind blowing in the background really going to distract from the message of the video? Does it have to be a perfectly made piece of content? And the answer is a very simple and loud no. Because to me, this isn't content. This is genuine soul, genuine learning, growth, knowledge, and wisdom that I want to freely share with you. My purpose comes from love. So if love is my driver, then sharing intimate knowledge with you is the right thing to do. This is actually how I started my coaching practice with and from love. Everything that I did for my business in terms of sharing my work with my communities came from this place of love. When my business wasn't doing well and I wasn't working with enough clients, I thought it was because I wasn't shiny enough or professional enough or fitting a mold enough. When in fact, it was just that I hadn't set up the boring admin properly. Like, you know, when you visit my website and then what you do afterwards, all that boring marketing stuff. So it wasn't me. Having spent a few years doubting my abilities, thinking that I was the problem, every couple of months, it was like the universe would send me a client to remind me of the power of my gifts and work, that I do help, that I am of service, and that when clients work with me, they feel all of this. A client recently said to me, you need to be more you on social media, and I had no idea how to do this, so I've tried a few things, but they've all just felt so wrong. Now, having spent some much needed time on myself by working with another coach, she took me deeper than I had been taking myself, which helped me to connect the dots that I couldn't see all this time. Which brings me to this show. Although it is a very reflective show and might even feel a little self-serving, I assure you that it's not. This is actually about sharing my growth with you so that you can decide whether to stay with me or move on. It is for me to show you who I truly am why I am here and what I can do for you. Now, as I go through the show, you're going to hear a lot of things about myself and me reflecting about my experiences. But as I talk about the various different themes, I ask you to consider how this might apply to you and your life as well. I've transcribed the video in this episode because there was something quite potent in the rawness of the content that needs to be shared. Ironically, whilst I was recording the video, I actually had an aha moment, which inspired me to come back to the podcast today. Look, in the most simplest of terms, we all go through stuff in life. We all grow, we change, but if we don't adjust or align our actions to that growth and change, then essentially we'll just fall back into our old patterns that they that don't serve us anymore, which leads us to burnout, being unhappy and unfulfilled. And I don't want that for myself. And in order to be of service to you, I definitely don't want that for you. I want you to be powerful. I want you to be empowered and to believe in all the wonder that you are and that all that you want is absolutely within your reach. To do this, I have to be transparent with you. So here are my reflections from that very special walk. And if you're into astrology, 
The walk was on the day that Mercury moved out of retrograde in February 2021. So I've been on a bit of a journey of late and the word truth keeps coming up. At first I was like, hmm, I know what this means, but as time's gone on, it means a lot more than I thought it meant. This journey I'm on is something quite extraordinary, something that I forgot about doing amongst all of the doing of life, especially after having Micah, getting married, gaining weight and not being happy with that, setting up a business, the pandemic. What this program that I've been doing with Emily has done is that it's brought about trusting in myself, my thoughts, my opinions, my choices, my directions and really trusting them. So a lot of the stuff that's come up for me when I've been doing the hypnosis journeys is stuff I've already thought about. I've already journaled about, but I haven't taken action on them. And the reason why I haven't taken action is because I'm scared to, because I have fear of it not working out or who that person's going to be if I achieve all those things. What that tells me is that I'm not stepping into her. I'm not embodying who I see myself being who I am, but who I am now as a 40-year-old. And that's what got me thinking. So since I had my burnout, since depression, what I've done to keep myself ticking, and one of the things I still do is walk. It's one of the first prescriptions to clients because what it affords you in its simplicity is the time to be with self, without overthinking it. It affords you time to be creative, to contemplate, to meditate, to reflect without forcing it, because it just happens. Because as you're walking, after you let go of the need of control, you just start being. And we're so used to not being. There's always noise around us, music on, TV, talking, on the phone. There's a constant need for noise. But the problem with that is without that silence, you don't get to grow. And what is a life without growth? Now, one of the things that I do when I'm on these walks is listen to my unofficial mentor, Robin Sharma. I listen to his podcasts or audios. And the reason I listen to him is that he speaks the things that are in my mind. So when I think about up-leveling, about growth, about mastery, about who I want to be, what I want to do, how I want to serve in this world, he articulates what's in my mind. And I think what's happened is that I've lost that part of stepping into my truth of all of that by being scared that people won't like it. People won't resonate. And it's funny because as I've reflected, when I'm on a retreat, for instance, with my clients, I just do whatever the hell I think is right to do. I do a lot of intuitive work on my retreats. I read the room. I see how people are feeling. I have an itinerary, but it gets chopped and changed based on what they need. And I realize that that's quite a gift. Not everyone can do that. And I can say that because I've been on other people's retreats. I've been to other people's classes and other people's courses. And I see that there is that fundamental piece missing. And it's that intuitiveness. Clients of late have been saying things like, oh, I'm so inspiring to them. One said that, God, you're good, after a heavy session on boundaries. Another said that I was an angel as I was supporting her through domestic struggles. I often glaze over those compliments because it feels like I'm just doing my job. And what I've realized since doing this truth-seeking journey that I've been on is that I shouldn't glaze over the compliments. I should be listening to them, writing them down as pockets of my success, pockets of my growth. It really does have a massive impact on me to say that I need to be a little bit louder in terms of how I work, what I do. 
Now, where am I going with this? What I want for myself is what I want for you. That's essentially what it is. Because there is a lot of strength and courage that comes from taking a very depleted, tragic mindset, you know, suicidal, that was me, and turning it the fuck around. And you know what? I turned it the fuck around. I did that in itself. And that in itself really is something to celebrate. It's something to honor. It's something to share. It's something to use to help others to step into their own. And I'm going to use a Robin Sharmaism to step into their own self-mastery. So these walks serve a purpose. They serve the purpose of choosing myself over everything else, choosing my mindset, choosing my heart, my soul, choosing my truth, knowing that what I'm doing right now is exactly what I should be doing right now and to trust in that. And I've really been tapping into my intuition of late, really feeling my thoughts. So if something comes up in my mind, whether work-related or personal, whatever comes up in my mind or my heart, I do connect with the feeling of that thought because if it feels good, if it feels like something that I should look look into, I will. And it's something that I used to do a lot, but it's been flailing over the last few years. You know what? And I guess this is a bit of an epiphany. (laughs) I think that as I've grown within myself, I haven't caught up with myself and my growth in terms of solidifying it. Or perhaps my ego hasn't caught up with the growth that has occurred over the last few years. Now that was the aha moment. And what's my point? Well, my point is this. I believe in being able to do and achieve anything we want, whether personal growth, productivity through work, being a better human being, great health. I believe that we all have the capacity, the ability to achieve whatever we want, whatever we set our minds to. There are things we need to do in terms of clearing. There are things we need to understand about ourselves in terms of where we are today. Something I learned on the course with Emily was that I was using past paradigms to try and replicate behavior today, which is actually not helping me because I've changed and I've grown since then. Because actually these past paradigms create blocks and limiting beliefs that I hadn't appreciated or understood. So that was a nice eye-opener. And luckily, with the work I do, I was able to connect those dots quite quickly and learn. So with this time now, what I'm thinking is... I'm going to share more of the work that I've done through healing from depression, choosing self-mastery, choosing to up-level, choosing to be better, choosing to wake up every day, choosing to serve, choosing to help others change their lives. I want to be more vocal about this. I think I've been focusing on the wrong things, especially when I'm communicating with you guys, trying to be anything and everything other people want me to be, but it's not right. It doesn't feel right. I think what I've been doing have been the wrong things. So it might be deep. Sometimes it's going to be deep, but I'm deep. I am. I do this deep reflection. I've gained my wisdom and knowledge by being deep and that's me. So I'm just going to go for it. I hope you'll join me on this path or this journey. I mean, it is my journey, but it's a journey that a lot of other people will resonate with in terms of burning out and coming out the other side. And I'm not sharing enough of that with you. My journey, my life's journey that's happening behind the scenes, as it were, has been going on, but I haven't been sharing enough of that with you. And I feel that it's time to make that change in order to achieve what I want for myself through my life of service to you. 
Now, that was a very reflective 20-minute walk, so you can probably appreciate the kind of stuff that's going to come out of this, and I'm going to be spontaneous about it, so it's raw, authentic, and how I feel, and I really hope that it lands. The biggest lesson through this time of reflection has been that I've been exposed to a number of signs to do this deeper inner work, but I haven't connected with the people saying the words that I needed to hear. Their methods, they weren't genuine. Their heart was not there. I couldn't feel it. My intuition said that they were phony. I felt like I didn't have anyone to turn to that would understand me and my depths. Now, Emily, Emily, who I've been working with, and there is a link in the description to find out about Emily's work. Emily clearly came into my life to challenge me. I love her old soul. I love her confidence because it's been said that I can be a bit intimidating. The fact that she saw me as equal and really pushed me when I was resisting was exactly what I needed. She gave me what I give my clients. And that's what you need in your life. Some great people who get you. And I mean, really get you. So I will forever be grateful for her and this chapter. Now let's talk about wellness for a minute. I don't believe that a product will cure you. In my heart of hearts, I believe that that is a load of rubbish. I believe that you have all of the tools inside of you to heal all that is inside of you, but you need guidance. And I'm not alone in this thinking. Many experts in this field agree. And guidance doesn't come in a pretty box with a bow. Guidance comes through teaching a teacher, be that a counsellor, a coach or a healer. It comes from an experienced teacher. How else would we know how to tie our shoelaces or count to 10 or ride a bike? Teachers. A product you buy for your self-care is just a plaster. It really is just a plaster. Combining different therapies and rituals will definitely help you. And if that includes some products, that's all part of your toolkit. But At the point at which all you do is buy stuff to claim that you're taking care of yourself, you are lying to yourself. Without doing the work on your mind, your body and your spirit or soul connection, you are just lying to yourself. And then it dawned on me. It dawned on me about the wellness industry and the bullshit it serves up. See episode one of season one. How so much of the success of the wellness industry is down to ancient philosophies like Ayurveda, yoga, Mayan teachings, Chinese medicine and Buddhism, and that little is known about this, just exploited. It made me dig deeper, made me dig further into my gifts of service, how I help, how I connect with people, how I love, how I serve. And I realized that it's important for me to embody all that I am from my heritage, from my teachings, from my experiences, and share that knowledge with you as truth and guidance authentically. And if that show didn't make any sense, I apologize. There was a lot of free-flowing thought in this, which felt important to share. You can always contact me to clarify. But in essence, I have been holding back from sharing publicly the gifts that I show you when you work privately with me, when being of service to others, because I was afraid. I was afraid it might be too radical, that it wouldn't be shiny enough, or that it wouldn't resonate. And I realize now that, as Bob Dylan said, that if someone doesn't understand it, then they shouldn't criticize it. And that when I or you have so much more faith in our magic than fear, then that is truly where the magic will happen. And I am ready to guide you there if you'll allow me. Now, the next show will be going deeper into truth and how you can use truth for yourself, 
Thank you for listening to the Self Care 101 podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review over on Apple Podcasts so that other people like you can find the show. To connect with me, please head over to my website, poojamaclimont.com, and sign up to my weekly email called Pause with Pooja, where I share coaching tips to help you get through the week and improve your well being. When you sign up, you'll be given access to two self development classes one about living and working with purpose, and the other about being the leader of your life. And for daily inspiration, please follow me on Instagram at Pooja McClymont. Sending love and talk to you soon.